have a conversation with your girlfriend that was so good you wish it had been recorded? Think those conversations would be great to be able to share? Wondering if there's support or research for the recommendations your smart girlfriends give about mental, spiritual, and physical health? This podcast was born to answer those kinds of questions. Hello, I'm Sherry Coleman-Collins, registered dietitian nutritionist, and here with me in the studio is my girlfriend, Dee Wilson. We're excited to have you joining us today for this edition of the Southern Fried Girlfriends podcast. Dee, how are you today? I'm doing great, Sherry. How are you? I'm doing great. And I love that you modified that because y'all, right before the show, she was like, I'm all right. (laughs) (laughs) Dee, wouldn't it be great to be able to go back and talk to your younger self? Oh, my God. If I could talk to my younger self. (laughs) Now that we're in our 40s, what would we tell our 20 or younger something self? That's the question we're going to be talking about a little today, and I'm thrilled that I get to have one of my dearest friends with us here as a guest. So my friend Lisa Sampson is here. Hi, Sherry. (laughs) Lisa and I have been friends for more than a decade, and we've been through some good times and some bad times. And Lisa's a little ahead of me in the game, not much, but she's a little ahead of me in the game. And so she's been able to really um, walk through my life with me and give me some great insight and wisdom. And I think that we share a very special relationship. And when we started thinking about, and Dee and I started talking about a show like this that was about what I wish I could tell my younger self, I thought of Lisa and I thought of the wisdom that she shared with me because of the life that she's lived ahead of me. And I also thought about what I might be able to share with other people. So I don't consider myself wise necessarily, (laughs) but I know a few things. Um, that might help others. I mean, I've learned some stuff. Right, (laughs) right? Me too. (laughs) So Lisa, we're so happy to have you with us today. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. You were so kind to say, you know, we're looking for someone in, you know, a little older than me. And, you know, I'm knocking on 60's door. So (laughs) I'm a little... A little more than a little older than you, but we say I'm seasoned. happy to be here. <laughs> yes, I think it's that whole like, you know, it's a crown of righteousness, right? What's the alternative? Living longer, getting wiser or not living longer, mm. right? I mean, mm. I would rather, and, and I think that there's this incredible amount of wisdom in the lives of women who've walked ahead of us that we can benefit from. Absolutely. And definitely. we should, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I think, you know, the question to start with today is, did you ever wish that you could go back and talk to your younger self? And if you, if you did, if you could, what would you tell yourself? That's a loaded question. (laughs) For me, I would tell myself that that scripture that says that all things work to the good of those that love him, that that's real and it's true. Like, all things, all the good stuff, all the bad stuff, all the weird stuff, (laughs) like every single, I can look back over my 40, almost 45 years. And I can really see that even those things that were totally painful, there was Mm -hmm. so much good Mm -hmm. that came out of them. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's what I would tell myself, like, relax a little bit. Mm -hmm. It's going to be okay. And all of this is going to work for your good somehow. Yeah. Love it. What about y'all? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's. I think that that's incredibly powerful. Um, for me, when I thought of the, when I thought about this question, you know, I thought like, don't settle was actually mm-hmm. my. <laughs> that would be my advice to mm-hmm. myself is don't settle. You know, hold on for the best things. And I think going back to sort of God's plan for our life, right? Again, mm-hmm. thinking about you know God has a plan for us and. 
And I, and my advice to myself would be don't settle for less than what that might look like, mm-hmm. you know. And I think and I think along those lines is is learning to trust myself and and giving myself permission and encouragement to trust myself. Cuz I think in my life when I like in times when I did settle, I knew I was settling. You always know, right? Right, exactly. And you know when you always know when other people are settling too. Yeah, <laughs> it's almost like easier. They just listen to us. Right. right. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So would I listen to myself? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Well, for me, um, the first thing I thought of was um, get a cleaning lady a lot sooner than I did. That's number really? one for real. Yeah, yeah. And I told my daughter that too, as she. Uh, started having kids. I spent a lot of time cleaning my house. Yeah. And I'm kind of a perfectionist. So, you know, wanting everything to be just so. And so I lost that amount of time. I lost that time with my kids, with mm-hmm. playing and, you mm-hmm. know, and then they'd mess stuff up. And so um, I think for me, you know, in general, it was, it would be to be kind to myself. Oh, I love that. Yeah, what be, great advice. Yeah. To, to be kind, to, uh, to not use a measuring stick to measure up myself to other people and what mm. they were doing or what I was doing or wasn't doing or, you know, uh, am I enough? Mm. How did you, how did you overcome that? Uh, age and wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> Gleaning wisdom from other people and living life, I think, uh, realizing that I can I can look back to some really tough stuff in life mm. where I just wanted to rush through it. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I can look back and say, wow, there were such lessons in that journey. And I wouldn't be the same person I am now had I not walked that journey. And I think that, um, you know. I like who I am now as going on 60, probably a lot more than I liked my 30 something self. How about that? Yeah. And I think that speaks back to almost what you started with, right? That Romans passage that talks about how God can use all things and he does for our good. Yeah. Yeah. When you, um, when you say that you, you like yourself more now, like what, Mm -hmm. like what things, what does that mean? I think, um, you know, I think the older you get, you feel freer to, one, say no to things you don't want to do. That's one thing, you know, mm-hmm. like uh, just because there's a good opportunity or there's this shiny object over there, mm-hmm. I don't have to focus on it if it doesn't fit within my passion. Mm-hmm. And so I think as I've gotten older, I've been able to really hone in, what am I passionate about? You know, what do I, what is important to me? And if I'm going to spend my time, I want it to fit in that wheelhouse. I want it to be part of that picture Mm -hmm. of my life because we only have so much time in a day and we only have so much to life to live. And that's awesome. Cause like that is the biggest difference between me at 40 something Mm -hmm. and me at 20 something Mm -hmm. is understanding that it's okay to say no to some things if it's really not what I want to do and to look at you and say, and see that, you know, in another few years, that, that sense of um, confidence in my no is going to be even greater. Without guilt. 
right? Yeah. Without, without guilt that you're letting someone down, you know, mm-hmm. um, because you might be letting something down by saying no to their important thing that yeah. they want you to do. But, um, you know, I think, uh, not being afraid also to step outside like this podcast, you know, when Sherry asked me to do it, I actually, uh, had gone to call you twice to say I changed my mind. <laughs> Why? It's outside of my comfort zone, right? But it fit in my passion. It fit in my passion of being with my girlfriend. And, you know, one of the most important things I think, too, is just cultivating girlfriends, cultivating relationships. And the other thing that I've really learned through this is I don't need as big of a tribe as I used to have. Oh, that's great because you know that speaks to what we talked about. We had our our show number two. Is okay, about which girlfriends. I haven't got to listen yet. Okay. Yes, and it you'll you'll find that much of what you're saying now is consistent with what we talked about. Awesome. And okay. also just about about um, prioritizing yeah. relationships with our yeah. girlfriends, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think about when I was in my twenties, thirties, uh, as my kids were growing up. <clears throat> you know, you had all these groups. You had you had the friends from play group. You had the friends from church. You had the friends from Bible study. You had the friends from work. You had the friends that were your husband's friends. You mm-hmm. had all of these different groups. And I think as I've gotten older, my tribe has gotten a lot smaller, but it still feels so good because the people in my tribe, I'm so intimate with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. And that's exactly what I was saying when we had that conversation that, you know, I have these groups of friends mm-hmm. that all, you know, they, this group speaks to when I was in high school right, and this one is right. when I was, um, from church, mm-hmm. but I like the idea of being able to live and I guess Brene Brown calls it wholehearted way yeah. that all of those groups are me and it's just one group. Yeah. Yes. So I look yes. forward to that. Yeah. Yeah. It is. That's yeah. true. Mm-hmm. Last summer I had a um I had a girlfriends night in where I invited a bunch of girlfriends to the house and it was girls it was women from a lot of different areas of my life and um part of that was to celebrate girlfriends and part of that was also um to introduce these girls to each other thinking we were all in close to the same place mm-hmm. or for whatever reason I was connected to each of them mm-hmm. and I thought they would I always think like my friends would like each other. Right. I don't know if that's always true, but <laughs> but I always think like if I like you and yeah. I like you, you would like each other. Right. right. And, and you like me. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Like exactly. Exactly. So um so yeah. So I think that that's so much wisdom as we you know in 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 each of the in each of the areas of our life, right? Whether we're twenty or we're thirty or we're forty or we're sixty, valuing those relationships. Mm-hmm. And prioritizing them and making them important. And it doesn't have to be every relationship. Right. Um, as far as like, you know, every person you meet is not necessarily going to become part of your tribe. Mm-hmm. But um, but being open to those relationships and then and then valuing and prioritizing those relationships, mm-hmm. I think, is so important. I have a few friends that are my friends from high school. Cool. And I've been friends with them for more than half of my life. Right. And I still talk to them regularly. And I can't imagine... Being 60 without yeah. still being friends with these girls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, for sure. Yeah. Lisa, what I'm loving is you seem very comfortable and confident mm. in, in who you are. You know, how. It's funny because did... she almost canceled on us. <laughs> 
No, but I, I'm looking at her and you just, you know, you just seem very comfortable and confident. How did, is, does that come with age? I think it comes with age and experience and for sure, you know, my confidence comes from God for sure mm-hmm. because of journeys that I've walked through um, and knowing that he's got my back. You know, Doesn't so he there's, always have our back? Yeah, he always does. Sometimes we forget it, though. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, I think for me, um, a lot of it is the passion part that I talked about before. I think when you find the things you're passionate about and you're good at them because of that passion, I think that that builds your confidence. Mm. Yeah, I can see that. Mm-hmm. And I know, Lisa, you reached out to some of your friends. I did. To get some thoughts on what they might have told their younger self. Yeah. Do you want to just sure. give us a little bit of that? Sure. It's kind of, um, so you talked about your high school friends. I have a group of friends that um, I've been friends with for, uh, gosh, we raised our kids together when they were little, when we when I lived in Pennsylvania. So shout out to them. But um I asked them, I asked my, my wonderful girlfriend here and I asked my sister. Now my sister is one of the funniest people you will ever meet. So the things she shared, I can't share with you, but, no, um, share, share. Yeah. <laughs> but it was really interesting because when Sherry asked me to think about this and what I would talk about, I kind of came up with four. Well, I came up with a bunch of stuff and I was like, how can I concise this down? And it came down to really four things having gratitude, mm. being kind to yourself, quit worrying, and don't be afraid. And so the don't be afraid, and and, and well, let me backtrack. As, I, as my girlfriend started emailing me and, and calling me and we talked through some of this, every single thing that they said all fit in those four categories. Wow. So um, I thought that was pretty profound that that all happened. The one thing that was really when, when I thought of be afraid, I thought fear, but it really isn't. It's not that we're fearful. It's that there's been times in our life where we've been afraid to take that next step, Mm -hmm. afraid of what is ahead of that, afraid of what people might think, um, afraid of, is this the path I'm supposed to be on? Afraid of, Am I really supposed to do a podcast and what will I sound like? <laughs> <laughs> We're running all of the worst case scenarios. All the worst case scenarios, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. But, you know, God tells us not to be afraid. But so, again, sometimes we forget. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think in our humanness, right, we we have this potential to compare ourselves with mm-hmm. other people Always. and to think, you know, they're so talented, but I could never do that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, th- I think certainly for us, I mean, doing this podcast is a, a brave Huge step for you guys. Yeah. And last year I always pick a word for the year. Yes. My word last year was brave. Mm-hmm. And, um, <laughs> and we started this process last year. We so. Did. <laughs> so this being brave is definitely yeah. something that I find that as I get older, I want to embrace more. I yeah. want to be 
more brave. And this year, my, my word is number. And it's from the scripture. Yeah. About, you know, God help me number my days that I may gain a heart of wisdom because I know that, you know, I'm entering the second half of my life and I want to make sure that, you know, hopefully I live to be 150, Mm -hmm. but probably not going to. So I want to make, do you really want to be 150? (laughs) Maybe a hundred. Can you still wear heels at that age? I'm sure. Yeah. 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 I mean, I I think, you know, I want to live a long, long time and and I want to be able to look backwards and wherever I am and think I was brave and I did things and I didn't let my fear stop me. So Mm -hmm. I love these categories and I think they fit right into where I find myself too, Mm -hmm. even now in my forties and thinking, you know, when I was in my twenties, I was running the race. I was doing the comparison thing. I was making lots of mistakes. I was doing, you know, all the wrong things, but I wish I could have told myself these things you're saying now. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. (laughs) Would have helped. It would have helped. But that's okay because yeah. I can tell myself now. Right. And then in 20 more years, I can look back and think, wow, I made some yeah. incredible decisions and was able to accomplish some wonderful things. And I was kind to myself and I was kind to other people. Right. Yeah. Right. I think when I think about the the thing that I would tell myself about, you know, all of this is working toward your good. The thing that it would have changed is I would have been braver. Mm. I would have taken the chance. I wouldn't have worried so much about what people were going to say. Oh my gosh, she majored in dance. Like why? Mm. She's not going to be able to support herself. I wouldn't have let that steer Mm. my direction. Mm -hmm. I would have just followed my heart. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah. It's funny. I read something this morning or yesterday and I posted it, I think I posted it on Instagram, but it was a, it was something along the lines of every decision we make either comes from a place of love or a place of fear. Uh-huh. And I thought, well, that's interesting that's so and profound, true. right? <laughs> you know, I mean, are we trying to protect ourselves from something or are we trying to embrace something? Mm-hmm. And I think we can make, we can use that as a filter for a lot of choices, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I think when you're in that place, you know, going to prayer for sure. You know, what, what, what is this God? Is it because I'm afraid? Is it because I'm fearful? Is it if, especially if God's leading you down a path that you don't particularly want to go down Mm -hmm. or where you've never been or where you've never been. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You said that. And I thought about um, when I came to work for the company that I work for now, um, I came in as a temp and there was another person that was doing the job that I would eventually do. um, And that person decided that it wasn't for them. And so they offered the position to me and I walked out of the office and down into the Mm -hmm. parking garage and just walked around for about 10 minutes Mm -hmm. praying like, Lord, what is this? Mm -hmm. You know, this wasn't my intention to work for this organization. I'm looking for this kind of job. And it was very clear to me that it was for me. And obviously I'm 15 years later, I'm still oh, there. Well, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that, that prayer piece is it's so critical. Yeah. It's instrumental. Yeah. Yeah. What other pieces of wisdom? Was there anything else from that um, list specifics? Let's see. Yeah. I think that as we at 60 look back at our 20s, and 30s, and when we were raising our children, all of us said, I wish I would have lightened up. I wish I would have, mm-hmm. I wish I wouldn't have cleaned so much. I wish I wouldn't have worried about insignificant things. I wish I would have danced in the kitchen with my husband. I wish I would have, you know, and so it was kind of a, I wish I would have played more. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. wish I would have put my to do list away. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Oh, that's good advice. I'm such a to-do list Me person. Me too. I'm Super still task a, I'm still. And so when you have when you when that's kind of your personality to be task oriented as it is mine and 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 um and to have those to-do lists and I still do now. Um I'm finding myself now and you and I were talking about this before we got on um in having grandchildren. Mm-hmm. I so cannot can get into a place where I don't care about anything else but them. I don't care that there's a sink full of dishes. I don't care that I need to do two loads of laundry. They're there for the day or yeah. maybe they're having a sleepover with us or whatever. And I can be so in the moment with them. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because I feel like I wasn't as much as I wish I would have been with my own kids. Mm. So I have this opportunity to do that with them and to just love on them and be in their world. That reminds me of, um, I was really lucky to have a conversation like this with someone when I was in my late twenties and she was in her late eighties and she'd already raised all her kids and her grandkids were grown. And uh, I remember her telling me stories about how when her children were little, she would, her husband would come home and she would, they would all still be in their pajamas and they would be in the floor (laughs) and they would be playing and there would be no dinner on the table. And he would be like, what happened? And she would say, I was doing the most important thing today. I love it. And I, and I remember that. And I, I try to remember that. I I will say now my son is, you know, he's four and a half and Mm -hmm. I, there's still moments where I'm like, I look at him and I'm like, wait, where did the last six months Mm -hmm. go? And he's, you know, suddenly he looks like a little boy and he doesn't look like a toddler, but he still wants to play in the floor with me. So (laughs) I'm still trying to make sure I'm, I'm making the time for that. Well, and obviously you'd have to do life in the midst of that. We have to have underwear to wear that's clean. It doesn't stand up on its own. And food. You know, you got to get to the grocery store every once in a while. But, um, although nowadays you're going (laughs) to deliver to your house. How great is that? Isn't that amazing? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes. But yes, I think so. The word might be balance. Yes, you know that's a tricky wicket. It is indeed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know we can't speak backwards, right? Nope. We can't speak to nope. our to our ourselves from our twenties, but we can speak forward and we can mm-hmm. speak out, right? We mm-hmm. can speak to other women. Sure. We can um, we can think we can take these messages with us forward, right, into mm-hmm. our 50s and 60s and hopefully into our <laughs> into our 90s our 150s yeah, yeah exactly 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 so what can you guys what do you guys think about the idea of um, mentor type relationships or you know being mm-hmm. mentored mentoring others what does that what does that mean for you and have you done that would you do that I guess when I think about mentorship I, I would definitely love to have a mentor. I was in this space probably about a year ago where, you know, I was doing a Bible study and thinking that, gosh, I really don't have a Titus II woman in my life mm-hmm. um, and really sought that out and found that. Um, and then it's been probably in the last three months where it just kind of clicked to me mm-hmm. that, oh, I'm supposed to be a Titus II woman too. <laughs> yeah. So just kind of walking through that. Mm-hmm. I'm just be kind of beginning that journey for me. Mm-hmm. What about y'all? I I had someone similar. Um, one of the friends that contributed to this. Um, she's actually almost 10 years older than the rest of the group. So she kind of was our mm-hmm. Titus one, one woman and, um, and still is in many ways. 
Um, so yeah, so I feel like I had that. Um, I feel now that I'm a bit of a mentor to my daughter and, um, and her as a mom and her as, um, a wife. And, uh, and so we have some of these conversations and we have conversations mm -hmm. about, you know, the, the shoulda, woulda, did, you know, what, <laughs> what I wish I would have done differently or, um, and she's, she's actually taken my advice on the cleaning lady. Oh, good. So <laughs> I did. You did too. I told Sherry <laughs> the same thing. Yes. Um, but you know, things about, you know, they have pajama days, you mm -hmm, know, and mm -hmm. she didn't get that from being raised. She, I think she's getting that more from, she's, she's, her and I have similar personalities. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, it's a take the day, take the day and stay in your pajamas and, yeah. you know, things like that. As far as other women outside of her. I've n I don't think I've actually ever thought about it. Me? Well, you. Yeah, it's just Me. natural though, right? <laughs> it is natural. It is yeah, natural. Yeah. Yeah, and I think I think for me, you know, it's interesting because as I think about like I'm with D in that, you know, I've been really lucky to have women who have mentored me, mm -hmm. especially when I, did, I became a Christian in my 20s. Mm -hmm. And in that time, I prayed that God would send me friends and that he would send me women who could teach me. Mm -hmm. And he did. And so I've all along the last 20 something years had women who have stepped into my life and been that. And it's not been most of the time. It hasn't been something official. Right. You know, right. it's not been like, hey, will you mentor me? Right. It's been more along the lines of I met a woman, she was a few steps ahead of me or a lot of steps ahead of me and was willing to spend time with me mm. and then spent the time with me. Right. And, I, and then I, and then there've been times definitely when I have also sought out women. So right. professionally, especially as a dietitian, mm -hmm. you mm -hmm. know, I, I, there are a couple of women in my life who are incredible in our field, you know, dietitians who've done so many amazing things and I want to be like them. Yeah. So I reached out and said, Hey, you know, I'd love to learn about your path and, and then can we get together every once in a while and can I run things by you? And I've gotten such so great smart. advice. Yeah. And I've gotten great advice professionally, but even personally, you know, mm -hmm. one of my favorite mentors said to me when I was pregnant, I was trying to figure out what was I going to do? Was I going to go to work? Was I still going to work full time or was I going to quit working altogether? Or what was I going to do? And she told me, you know, you will never regret the time you spend with your children. Mm -hmm. And I, that has been my guiding mm -hmm. sort of principle the last five years to say like, okay, I can always make more money, but mm -hmm. I can't make more time. Right. Never. Yeah. So I think I'm personally, I think mentorship is so important and I've yeah. benefited so much from it, but I don't feel like I've done much mentoring because I haven't, most of the time I haven't felt like I had much to give, mm. you know? I bet if you asked any mentor, they would say the same thing. Yeah, probably so. Mm. Yeah. I guess, you know, at this point, um, I think it's just about being open and available. Mm -hmm. And I, and I would say that I am, you know, I am open and available, you know, I hope, I think. <laughs> now I am, because I said it. <laughs> well, knowing your personality, I trust me, you're open. Yes, for sure. Thank you, guys. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and you said, you know, the the willingness to step into your life. And, so, and but, I mean, your friendship to me has been a blessing. I've learned, you know, tons from you even though you're younger than me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I think that's a, thank you. Thank you mm -hmm. for saying that. And I, I think, you know, I think that the, the best 
mentor type relationships are relationships where you're both benefiting, right? For and sure. you should both benefit. Yeah, it yeah. shouldn't be, I don't think it should ever be a one way relationship. You should both be benefiting from those relationships. And it's like working with interns, you know, as a registered dietitian, sometimes I work with interns and I learn from them. Mm-hmm. You know, I, it's a, it's definitely a beneficial relationship in both directions. I can teach them what I've done so far and they can teach me about things that are, you know, new and interesting and technology and, you know, what people are talking about that are in their twenties. Cause I'm not in my twenties anymore and I need to know what's interesting to them and what they're doing, right. especially as a communicator. So I think the same is true even outside of professional issues. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Awesome. Well, ladies, this has been so much fun. It's been so much fun to think about what I would tell my younger self. And I, I think that there, we could probably talk about this topic all yeah. day long. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I want to say, um, as we wrap up, thank you so much to Lisa for being with us and sharing thank her you, wisdom. Thank you, Lisa. This Welcome. has been amazing. Oh, yeah. thank you. It's been a, my pleasure for sure. Yeah. What a, I mean, tons of fun. I'm so glad <laughs> I said yes. Yay. <laughs> and thank you, Dee, as always, for being here and doing such an amazing job helping keep the technical stuff on track and thanks to you guys for listening we're so glad that you're with us today i i hope that you've enjoyed this show and that you'll share it please take the time to rate the show if you like it let us know what you think um, send us an email feel free to reach out to us give us a shout out on social media and share it with a girlfriend if you think that someone in your life would benefit from this episode or any of the other episodes we've um, done so far please do take the time to share and so as we wrap up we always in the show with the same question and that is what is one thing you're going to do to be healthier today so for me i am going to clear some clutter like i opened my cabinet where i keep all of my mugs and glassware and i think just coming off of you know the holidays a few months ago that things have just kind of piled up and i am really looking forward to getting in there today and pulling everything out figuring out about at least 25% of it can go <laughs> and putting it back and nice and clean. So that's it. what I'm doing. I love it. I mean, I'm such a believer is when our world is cluttered that our head is cluttered. Too. Absolutely. It's, mm. it's so relatable. Um, for me, we are having dear friends that we have been friends with for 25 years. Wow. Um, and we haven't seen him for a few years and they are coming into town and spending the weekend with us. Yay. So Fun. that's a, that's, we're going to laugh a lot and eat a lot and, and <laughs> good uh, for the heart. It's <laughs> awesome. so good. It's so good for the heart. That's yeah. awesome. Well, I have a date night with my sweetheart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, so I'm investing in my relationship, uh, with my husband. And I think that that is definitely part of a healthy Sherry. Definitely. A healthy everybody. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. Well, thanks again for being with us, folks. We are so glad that you joined us, and we'll look forward to seeing you on the next next episode of the Southern Fried Girlfriends podcast. Bye, y'all. Bye-bye. Hey, girls. This is Sherry again. I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening to the show. If you haven't already, please be sure to subscribe and take a minute to write a review. It really helps other people find the show. And if you enjoy the content, share it with your favorite girlfriends. Dee and I want this to be an opportunity for you to be part of the conversation. So we're adding an Ask the Dietitian feature. To do that, we need your questions. Please send those to us at southernfriedgirlfriends at gmail.com. I can't wait to hear your questions and comments. Thanks again for being part of this journey with us. 